Maayong adlaw mga amigo og amiga. Manggadang araw mga kaibigan. Or good day to all my friends all over the world. My name is Hershey and this is the Hershey Kisses Podcast. Where I talk more about life in general and everything under the sun. And I wish that I have topics that might interest you as well. And I hope that you will stick till the end of the episodes that I created through this channel. Once again, good day and be kind to one and all. Okay, kumusta mo tanan mga friends? Again, I'm Xerxes and I'm a certified essential oil specialist here in Cebu, Philippines and soon to be a certified aromatherapist and I will just update you once I got a certificate, okay? Now, our episode for today is all about essential oils, storage and safety. Now, I know that presently a lot of people are now interested or have been using essential oils into their day-to-day living. And we all know because in across social media, we could see people are now using oils, they are diffusing it, they are applying it topically, and a lot of things that they use about essential oils. Now, again, we all know that there are many uses of it, and you know, you could do aromatic use, uh, topical use, you know, it's therapeutic use too. However, you know, when information online is too much, and can be overwhelming yes there are a lot of conflicting and confusing information about essential oils with regards to safety which is such a big concern for me as a certified essential oil specialist and again let's be always remember that we should always exercise safety and err to the side of caution at all times because there are hundreds of essential oils out there you know that we might encounter and we might not know all of its benefits and use so when we encounter one of these new ones we tend to be overly excited you know not minding that it could put us at risk so again it is essential that or it is important to store essential oils uh, appropriately okay so let's proceed to that now we have to know how to store our essential oils so that we could enjoy its maximum use for a long time or until its normal shelf life now i hope that you could take note of this or you know you could replay this recording after you have listened to it in case you might forget or you might need the information by the way, I have also uh, have written about this episode in, a, in, a, in my blog. So there is a text version of this. So if you prefer, you want to read it uh, as your point of reference, you could do so. But if you just prefer to listen to this podcast, you know, just hit your speakers there and just do you continue to do your work or whatever you're doing, then that is just fine. It's really up to you guys. So again, there I have listed um, six ways to store essential oils, or this is just like the storage thing. So number one is that we always check the labels when buying essential oils for its expiration date. 
as well as its botanical name. You know, this is because this is a way for us to know that it is a pure essential oil. Now, I know that we could always request a purity test of the essential oils that we purchase um, from the companies. So as a certified essential oil specialist and as someone who might be a certified aromatherapy sooner, um, it is my, um, for me, I have to really just use oils that I know of its uh, GC and MC purity test report if the companies would not provide it no matter how uh, no matter how popular or famous they are if they could not provide me with these purity tests then I will not be using these oils um, I'm hesitant to use their, their oils for you know therapeutic purposes because again in aromatherapy only pure essential oils are to be used now there are a lot of small scale uh, essential oil producers into market international that could provide us with these uh, purity tests so I might be and in our school there are a list of you know or highly recommended uh, companies where we could purchase our essential oils that are used by aromatherapists. So that's where I'm heading to. That's what I'm using. And um, I will just keep you updated, guys, because that is really important. As long as you're confident, as long as you know that um, you'll be provided with a purity test, then I guess we are on the safe side that the oils or that is already a guarantee that the oils that we are using are actually pure and are good to use in case we want to use it for therapeutic purposes. Now, again, I mentioned about botanical name because that is one important thing that we need to know. And there are different, for a particular, uh, some of the essential oils have a lot of species. Okay, they are the same plant or flower in a particular genus or family. However, they have a different uh, species or chemotype. So that's why we have to be very careful and we have to know the botanical name because that is the way we could exactly tell what chemotype or what type of essential oils we're using just like for lavender there are a lot of lavenders out there but they are not equal okay not all lavenders are the same um, we have to know about the chemotype of the lavender because Augustophila, uh, lavandula angustifolia which is a real lavender is different from uh, spike lavender okay and they have different therapeutic benefits too and so if you are using lavender to keep you calm then there are certain lavenders that you cannot actually use it because it you might you might have a, a, an opposite effect to that so that's the reason why we need to know the botanical name of the essential oils and it's normally uh, indicated on the label now again i have already uh made a podcast about how to Requests are how to check the purity test of the essential oils. So if you could track back my previous episodes or you could head to my website, uh, essentialoilscebu.com and you could find the article about how to test the purity of essential oils and you could read that one as well. Now, number two is we should always keep essential oils out of reach from children 
and make sure you know the cap the cover is tightly closed because you know for a possible spillage we don't want that because oils are really expensive and you know they are uh they should be kept uh out of reach from kids because you know we know kids would just like to grab anything that they could uh by their hands so as much as possible let's avoid them uh reaching these essential oils because again they could be uh these oils are very potent in, in an accident that they might ingest it so you have to avoid those scenarios number three is avoid buying bottles with rubber glass droppers because you know essential oils are highly potent liquid and they could melt the rubber uh the rubber top of the glass dropper and you know it could mix with the essential oils and you don't want that because once it's melted and you know, it becomes gummy there's a bigger chance that it could contaminate your essential oils so that's the reason why that if you have a pure essential oil which is very potent never use a a rubber uh glass dropper for that matter as your container number four uh we should store our essential oils in a cool and dark box or say in a dark room away from direct sunlight and that's the reason why that we always put essential oils in amber glass bottles or um tinted bottles or uh they are spray oh what do you call this as long as it's not clear glass bottles all right so we should always use the correct uh bottles for essential oils number five we have to take note of the date the oil bottle is opened and um it's shelf life because when oils are exposed to air it will oxidize and in the long run and maybe less effective and used therapeutically so again when you open a bottle of essential oils we are already exposing them to air or oxygen and that could affect their shelf life too because eventually they would oxidize and cannot longer be used uh, for therapeutic purposes so we always need to um exercise the way how we open bottles and how we keep them or store them number six is we should know the name of the company that we buy the oils from and make sure that it is from us it is from a trusted source and you know companies that provide an updated gcms test report of the oils that we purchase is one thing that we can trust or that you could trust so that's what i told you earlier that uh, as long as the, the, these companies would provide you with a GCMs MS test, then that is fine. But it's not just about providing the test. We have to make sure that uh, the reports that you've got is actually from the oils that you purchase and not from other batches. It should be specifically for that particular oil that you purchase, right? Or it's not just they have their oils tested like in the past year, then that would serve as their proof that their oils are tested no that's not what i mean it should be updated it should be uh in relation to the oils that you purchase like the bottle that we have 
they you should be give, getting the test results specific from that bottle of essential oil that you purchase so just make sure that they provide that uh, to you if they don't then i will be for me as a specialist i will be hesitant to really use their products if they cannot provide me with this purity report because that is just that is that is essential and how we use the oils and that's the only way for us to really know that the oils are not contaminated not adulterated and are pure okay so we actually need those test reports now in aromatherapy there are no standards actually across schools teaching it and however there are generally accepted guidelines okay not standards but guidelines even with the dilution rate these are just guidelines these are not standards so you should not be strict on yourself with regards to the dilution rate but at least we stick to the guidelines and you know we could always follow this to make sure that we fully benefit with the effectiveness of using essential oils uh, safely so what are some safety precautions using essential oils? Um, I might mention this in the past episodes already, specific like for a particular use, but let me just try to um, rewind this uh, information to you guys or relate this information to you again because we're talking about storage and safety of essential oils as the topic for this episode. Now, number one is we have always need to do a skin patch test before applying diluted take note of the term diluted essential oils topically especially if it's our first time using it so even with carrier oils you always need to do a skin patch test because there are people who might be allergic to a particular carrier oil like some are allergic to sunflower oil uh, some are allergic to even coconut oil, so you cannot use them as a carrier oil. So it is best that the essential oils are diluted in a carrier oil. And, you know, from that mixture, you do a skin patch test. And that's it. Just wait for about 24 hours. And if there are no adverse reaction or no skin irritation, then that means to say that the oils are safe to use if so happens that there are some irritations or you have an allergic reaction then please by do so by all means stop using it and that means to say that the oils that you're using could be not or not that is not, or is not actually safe for you to use number two is for me as an essential oil specialist i would say that as a best practice, we always dilute essential oils in a carrier oil when we have the intention of applying it on the skin. Again, never apply neat. I know that there are some brands of essential oils and I know that there are a lot of articles that you could read online on Google that are encouraging you like the undiluted application of some essential oils like most especially lavender. A lot of articles out there online would say that lavender is really safe and I'm referring to the Lavandula angustifolia. Well, I say that it's gener generally safe to be applied direct to the skin is what are many articles online are actually telling you this however this is dangerous okay again it is dangerous because it is undiluted and 
you should know that there are people who will have extreme adverse reaction to lavender. The lavandula angustifolia, which is generally thought to be safe for a lot of people. So keep that in mind, okay? Not all people may, are not allergic to lavender. There are some people. So if you are actually uh, encouraging someone to use essential oils, like encouraging them, them to use lavender, if you don't know... Um, there's skin issues or allergies you have to be very extra careful so that's the reason why that before anything else you always need to do a skin patch test uh, before applying anything on the skin especially using essential oils all right so take note of that as it is not a standard is not it is just a guideline but for me i consider it like as a best practice always dilute all essential oils no matter how brands or companies or what you read online that is safe to use again it's just for your own safety guys always dilute essential oils next number three is what happens when the oils get to your eyes accidentally i will suggest that you apply any carrier oil that you have you know and you know just to dilute it and absorb it with a washcloth or you have any you may have some milk on the side that you could also use if you don't have the oils just avoid washing it with water especially if you accidentally uh, spray peppermint onto your eyes because again water and oil don't mix together it will just worsen the issue rather than you know getting rid of it with water I would suggest you get rid it you get rid with it with a carrier oil like say olive oil or any vegetable oil or fatty oil that you have in the kitchen okay number four some essential oils are phototoxic and you know especially those that belong to the rutaceae family or what we call as a citrus oils especially bergamot or lemon or other citrus oils however there are just a particular dilution or dosage of these essential oils that could make them phototoxic um generally they say that bergamot is phototoxic yes that is true but if you but if it's just like a few drops of bergamot that is just fine however if you know that you have too much like too much drops or too much bergamot or these phototoxic oils into the mixture please avoid exposing yourself to the sun or ultraviolet rays or ultraviolet light exposure like if you go to a tanning salon or something like that because it could certainly damage the skin so avoid exposing yourself like 16 hours from the day or from the time that you have applied the essential oils or or the lotion or the the massage oil okay or 12 to 16 hours so avoid uh exposing yourself so even if you apply them at night but when you go out in the morning you know if you're still within that time range or duration then you will putting yourself uh, at risk with phototoxicity Number five is 
do not ingest essential oils unless you are under the supervision of a certified aromatherapist or a health professional who is also qualified and has knowledge with essential oils. Again, never try it at home, no matter how, again, essential oil brands, I know that there are a lot of companies out there who actually promote ingestions of essential oils and they would tell you that it's just safe because it is uh, food grade and all those things. But you didn't know that, again, it is not wise to actually use essential oils internally. Um, I would say no. Especially for those who are practicing, I know people are practicing this like drop a drop of lemon in a glass of water. I would say that is just dangerous, you know, because again, in the long run, it could damage your internal linings like your esophagus. That you didn't know where those essential oils would actually penetrate your internal. Uh, internal organs or like your esophagus linings or your intestines or your stomach because again we all know that logic dictates oil and water don't mix together so that lemon thing that other companies are promoting actually is not diluted in water at all because it will not be mixed if you drink uh, that lemon water um, you didn't know where that oil would actually penetrate once it's ready inside the body. So just be very careful with that kind of practice. I would personally not would try that because that is dangerous. Okay. So uh, if you're still in doubt, I would suggest to always consult with a certified aromatherapist. And, you know, don't do this at home if you are with someone like again with a, a, a essential oil specialist or an aromatherapist then they these persons could actually give you an advice or suggestions uh, about the internal use but again if you don't have any idea at all for safety purposes do not try it next is number six avoid certain essential oils if you have epilepsy or high blood pressure like say rosemary because this it would actually help build uh, your blood pressure or if you have diabetes i know that angelica um angelica root uh, is not good for those who have diabetes you know when in doubt always seek the advice of a certified aromatherapist or ask the doctor your doctor but make sure that this doctor is also knowledgeable with essential oils okay Number seven, only diffuse oils when needed or use it sparingly at most about one hour in a given day. Uh, regular use of essential oils like diffusing it every day will cause you to develop what we call a sensitization and it could be an ir irreversible damage. So don't reach to that point when essential oils will no longer work for you because you will get allergic to it rather than it's therapeutic to you. So again, just use essential oils, diffuse them when needed. As to myself, as a certified essential oil specialist, again, I do not diffuse every day. Um, I only diffuse when needed, but 
uh, based on my current situation, I only diffuse at least once in three weeks, okay? Uh, not that regular, so just once in three weeks or when I needed it. Sometimes I might diffuse twice in a week or once a week, but generally once in every three weeks. Um, that's sort of like my way of diffusing the essential oils and normally i will just diffuse them about 30 minutes to an hour sometimes 30 minutes or less because you know um if you don't actually need to diffuse the oils and don't then don't because i um i don't want to reach the point that i would get allergic or i will get what we call as you know sensitization with essential oils because once you have that kind of issues the damage is irreversible so you'll be allergic to the particular oil for the rest of your life and i don't want that to happen to myself so it's either if you have a favorite oil just try to rotate different oils but still i would not suggest that you diffuse every day or let's say or continuously like up to eight hours or you know within 24 hours i mean that is extremely dangerous because again essential oils could penetrate our skin it could penetrate our bodies it could enter our bloodstream and in a matter of minutes or seconds and you know it will be too much for a liver to actually absorb it and process it so i would suggest that you have to be very um lenient with the use of essential oils whether it's diffusion okay so just put that in mind guys and here's the thing number eight when making your own roller blend or massage oils or you know salves or ointments always have a knowledge about dilution rate okay Again, for pregnant women and kids aged 2 to 6 years old, I would suggest to stick to a dilution rate about 0.25% to 0.50%. That is just like a recommended guideline. Um, you could go up to 1%, but the guideline would be around 025 to 0.50%. Again, that is not a standard. It is just a guideline. But for safety purposes, I would... Um, sort of like maintain myself in that kind of dilution especially if i'm doing a blend for this specific age group now for those adults with health condition and you know those who are considered seniors and kids like seven years old to 12 years old um the dilution rate suggested is like one percent that is just like a guideline but you know sometimes you could go to about one percent to 1.5 percent it really depends on the situation but as a safety net i would stick within that range now for healthy individuals if you're making a blend for them you could go to a maximum of five percent dilution rate sometimes ten percent it depends like for acute conditions for healthy individuals then for a short period of time you could go to as high as 10% but again I would not suggest that if not unless you are a certified aromatherapist um, you could stick to at between you know 1% to 3% but at most 5% dilution rate especially 
if for acute purpose, uh, acute condition purposes. So, anyways, uh, I have a uh, a free auto dilution calculator that you could use. So, uh, I put the link on the website. You could simply visit essentialoilsibu.com. But on the menu, there is like a dilution calculator. You could click on that and you know just fill in the data. And it will give you the how many drops of essential oils you might need for a particular um, solution. Let's say if you're doing a massage oil or a body spray or something, then it would give you that information. So that is a free auto deletion calculator on my website that I have created for you. So there you go, guys. I hope that this episode is informative and useful to your oily journey. And again, there is so much to do with essential oils as well as aromatherapy. But always keep in mind the safety in using it. All right. So I hope that it clears up a lot of confusion that you see online. I know that there are a lot of conflicting uh, information, but I hope that I could assure you as a certified essential oil specialist and soon to be certified aromatherapist, uh, I'm just on the way submitting my case studies. Uh, I have I could guarantee you that you know what I've told you is actually safe. You know, given the the quantities of the essential oils again do not exceed dosage. If we have mentioned anything about dosage earlier so as unique as we all are some essential oils or blends might work for you some may not work for others each will have a different experience so please take note and experiment safely on what works for you again if you need some you know medical cure or treatment always contact the doctor immediately and use their prescribed medications again you know, the use of essential oils, whether aromatically, topically, or internally, is never, again, it is never a cure to illnesses or diseases. So, always, um, the essential oils are just supplementary or complementary to orthodox medicines. And, again... These are products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent diseases and has not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Again, if you are unsure or in doubt about what essential oils to use, always consult a refer to a certified aromatherapist in your area. All right, so... There you go, guys. I know that we're going through 30 minutes, like a half an hour of this episode. But I hope that I have helped you and shared to you a lot of information that could be beneficial to you in your journey. All right. So I really appreciate that you stick this long. Again, thank you for listening. And, you know, just subscribe to my podcast channel or to my YouTube or to my blogs. Uh, bookmark them guys and I know that there are a lot of useful information that I have written personally so again thank you for listening and all together let's get oily have a great day guys goodbye